Now, back to the Talk of Fame Network with Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and your Hall of Fame host, Clark Judge. They are who we thought they were. On Yahoo Sports Radio. Hard as it is to believe, our next guest, Hall of Fame quarterback Dan Fouts, has worked nearly as many years as a CBS broadcaster as he did quarterbacking the San Diego Chargers. Member of the 1980s All-Decade Team and a first ballot Hall of Famer. Dan, two weeks ago, entered a new phase of his post-football career when he and James Lofton, who we had on earlier, sat in on this year's Hall of Fame Selection Committee debates in preparation for a return as one of the voters, which would make them the first Hall of Famers to serve in a voting capacity. Dan, first of all, good to have you back with us. And secondly, uh, great that you survived that nine hours. Well, you know, it was, uh, it was eye-opening and um, just a, a thrill to be there because, uh, you know, in talking to the Hall of Famers uh, over the years, the question always comes up is, you know, why don't we have a vote? Why don't uh, we have representation? And um, I talked to David Baker about that uh, a couple years ago when he first took over the job, and, and I suggested to him that there are a number of Hall of Famers that are also in the media that cover the NFL, uh, have covered it for years, and um, covered more than just one team, so have a different perspective maybe than some of the members of the media, but also have, have the ability to now maybe represent the members of the Hall and uh, get, get their take on who is worthy because after all, a lot of them feel that if this is our hall, we should have some say. So and I hope to get that chance to represent the uh, Hall of Fame members. Dan, what surprised you the most about the debates that you heard and that uh, what went on uh, you know, during the nine hours you were in there? Well, I think the most impressive thing was the research and uh, the passion with which uh, each guy made his case. You know, I know there's a lot of work that goes into it and goes into it all year round. And uh, it was evident that everybody in that room had done their homework and was prepared to state their case with facts, with opinion, and and by polling several different types of people. So I think, uh, you know, I came away feeling that if I do get this great opportunity, that I've got a lot of work to do, but it also would be work that I'd be happy to do because it it interests me a great deal. And as I said, I want to be able to represent the, the members of the hall. Dan, how much did you know about the selection process, and what were your expectations going in? You know, I did not know uh, all that much. I just surmised that, uh, you know, if a certain uh, member of the media was, you know, making the case for uh, his player or, or coach or contributor, then, you know, there would be some good debate. Uh, obviously, I've been, over the years, trying to uh, pull my own Hall of Fame selectors and and pushing for the induction of Don Coriel. Uh, and so I knew a little bit about, from each, each guy I talked to, how the, the process works and, and how difficult it is at times to get uh, certain people in. Dan, did you enjoy the experience? Oh, absolutely. I, you know, I, I think, as I said, uh, Clark, the, the respect I have for the work that goes into it by each of these selectors is, is really amazing. And uh, you know, I, I just uh, renewed respect for those members. We're talking to Dan Fouts, a Hall of Fame quarterback, former quarterback of the San Diego Chargers on the Talk of Fame Network. And Dan, another question. Ken Stabler, one of your former rivals, was elected as a senior candidate this year, and it was on his fourth try. Would you have voted for Stabler if you had a vote? And, and what did you make of the senior nominee discussions? Well, you know, um, I would have voted for Stabler based upon, uh, obviously, he won the Super Bowl and was an MVP. Uh, in the in the NFL, so uh, those two things 
you know, carry a lot of weight in my mind. The other thing, uh, I, I think, you know, we need personalities <laughs> in the <laughs> Hall of Fame. And, and certainly uh, it's just a shame that, that Snake, uh, Snake left us this year because he would have added a lot to, to the Hall. But, you know, very deserving. And as far as Dick Stansel, I, I kind of had a, um, uh, a relationship there through my high school football coach, uh, Vince Trangali, who played at USF uh, with Stanfold, uh, with Gino Marchetti, with Ollie Madsen, with uh, Bob St. Clair, all Hall of Famers uh, from that great 1951 team. So I was, you know, quietly pulling for him uh, and surprised, really, that he did make it because, you know, as we were talking in the room about him, is that there's no video, so it's, it's difficult to uh, really see how great a player was. You have to take the word of fellow players, and really from that era, there are very few uh, people that have played against him or with him that could give him a good testimony. So I'm really happy he made it in. Obviously, um, Dan, if we if we start including uh, some former Hall of Famers, uh, as I think they're going to do, they'll bring something different to the table. What do you feel uh, yourself and other voting Hall of Famers can add or would add to the process? And do you fear at all the possibility, all of us being human beings, of bias either pro or con you know guys my teammate i love them and so i push him or a guy who stepped on my neck three times you know i'm i'm not that happy to see him in the hall of fame you concern yourself at all about that you know i, I think as you said we we are all human in that room and uh there's bias uh, everywhere you look but as a as a player and as a member of the media you know i i've been broadcasting games for 28 years now so i have a pretty good idea of uh, about a player, and I, I don't think I'll be biased uh, too much. To, but you know, obviously, uh, I, I do want to see if we can make the change of getting coaches out of the players' category and into the contributors' category, because a guy like Don Coryell contributed so much to the game of football. And I know that uh, you know, as a finalist this year, that was a, a pretty good discussion about him as well. Dan, you just said that it's, it was important that Ken Stable was an MVP and won a championship. 68% of all Hall of Famers won NFL titles. You didn't. Is too much weight placed on championships? Uh, no, I don't think so. I, I think that uh, the reason you play the game is to win that, the Super Bowl. But I think that you know now that we've had 50 of them, uh, you would be hard-pressed to tell me who the winning quarterback was in Super Bowl 22 or <laughs> 13 or 35. I mean... But if you, in my case, uh, we were such a unique uh, team at the time. People weren't doing the things we were doing. And if you mentioned the Miami playoff game, everybody goes, oh, yeah, what a great game that was. We remember that like it was yesterday. So it's all in the perception of uh, who you're talking to. But, I, you know, again, you play to win uh, the Super Bowl, and, and I think that that uh, should carry some weight. Dan, I'm glad to hear you mention the idea of contributors, uh, coaches as contributors, because Goose and I have been talking about that. And you heard some mention of that in the room as well, and I agree with you. I think that Coriel's one shot to get in as, as a contributor, not as a coach, and, and maybe that happens. But apparently it's not going to happen for at least three years. On another question, I want to ask you about uh, the longest debate. There was Eddie D at 50 minutes. You know that because you were in there. But the most contentious, as you also know, was Terrell Owens. And, and that conversation lasted uh, over 40 minutes before being cut off. Uh, anything about that debate that either surprised you, bothered you, or intrigued you? Yeah, I, all of the above. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I kind of knew that it would be a tough one for him because, you know, the, his relationship with the media was not very good. And his relationship with his teammates was not very good. 
the numbers he put up were uh, as good as uh, just about anybody's. So that's the debate right there, right? Do the numbers overshadow uh, the personality? And in his case, uh, not yet. Do you think that that is a fair thing to balance it? Not so much the media. I mean, personally, and I think all three of us feel so I couldn't really care. I mean, I voted for Warren Sapp and don't want to move in next door to me or date my sister, thanks. Uh, but having said that, with Darrell Owens, do you think that issue of relationship with your teammates and, in his case, uh, the accusation of splitting teams uh, several times because of his criticism of quarterbacks, do you think that's a valid and legitimate thing to look at beyond the numbers? Well, you know, it, it is a team game. And uh, the thing about being in the Hall of Fame is it is the greatest team uh, and you've heard that statement before. And I would be interested and will be interested in next year in polling uh, members of the Hall of Fame, their opinion on Terrell Owens. And it, it'll be surprising to me if it isn't overwhelming uh, that he uh, is not elected in. Because as Hall of Fame members, some would ask, do we want T.O. on our team? Uh, and there'd be some guys that would say absolutely not. Hey, Dan. Thanks for joining us again, and thanks for giving us the idea to poll Hall of Famers on T.O. next summer. I like that. Okay. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a great <laughs> we'll, see, we see, we'll see you in Canton, and, and we'll see you in Houston next year. Yeah, don't steal my thunder now. <laughs> no, no, it's all yours. You can do the work on that poll. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thanks, Dan. Thanks, Dan. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for having me on, guys. You got it. That was Hall of Fame quarterback Dan Fouts. Up next, a guide to this year's NFL scouting combine. Compliments of Dr. Data are Rick Awesome. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Another reminder that the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Geico Insurance, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com.